Welcome to Firefox News Online, America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. Also, bear in mind that this is a roundtable discussion format. So please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. And now, on with tonight's broadcast. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. All right, let's get this show on the road, shall we? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Firefox News Online, live on the multiple broadcast platforms of the Firefox News Online Broadcasting Network. Tonight's Talking Points is being done live. I hate when I have to do it this way, but today has been a very rough day. My mouth is, my one side of my face is really in a lot of pain right now. I was going to cancel this show tonight, but I said, no, I'm going to try and do it. I'll give it my best. 
but I am not doing overtime. So at 2 a.m. Eastern Time, the show is going off the air for the night. I am really tired. I didn't even get a power nap in. I tried to rest. I just couldn't. My mouth wouldn't let me. Anyway, on with talking points. So, this week, Nancy Pelosi should be selecting managers and sending the articles of bullshit impeachment to the Senate. Now, the question becomes, how much bullshit is she sending with it? Because I don't give the uh, Democrats a whole lot of wiggle room when it comes to uh, being sneaky, underhanded, and, and deceitful. Because they are, quite honestly, sneaky, underhanded, and deceitful. And a few other things I'm probably leaving out. Because of the way they've treated President Trump since day one, it is not beyond the realm of possibility, especially when we're talking about the liberal left, to do something 5th hour, 11th hour, whatever you want to say it is, uh, try try an old-fashioned Hail Mary play and see if it, if, if it pans out. Because let's face it, I don't trust Pelosi. And I don't trust Democrats. I'm sorry for yawning. Just get over it. You'll, you'll, you'll be better off. So, my feeling is, get the managers over there, get the articles of bullshit impeachment over there, and just be be happy and all this other crap. Now, the one thing that Pelosi is saying is, okay, one thing that Pelosi is saying, show a bitch. She's saying that uh, if the Senate dismisses the charges, then it's a conspiracy or some other damn thing. How does she put it? Oh, yeah. Basically, it's like, uh, oh, God, now my brain cells are having having a momentary brain fart. Okay, you know what? Screw the talking points. Three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. Call in, join the fun. All right. In the interim, I'm going to see if I can stop yawning long enough to 
try and get these clips sent over. As of course, if I can actually focus my eyes to do this. Now, oh, God. Okay. I really. Damn it. I can't see straight. My my vision is so blurred out from being exhausted. I can't focus my eyes. Oh, great. I think I got you on here, Gun. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I hear you. I can hear you, so I must have hit the right button. It's really not fair. Oh, God. Okay. Now my sinuses are being paid. I can't breathe. This is my body's way of saying, get off the air, you dumbass. You're sick. Well, not going to happen. At least not yet. Now, over the, now this past weekend, Judge Jeanine Pirro, in her opening, came right out and said, and I thought this, this I, I think this lady has got a lot of class she's got. Balls the size of grapefruits to sit there and give it to the to the idiots on the left real nicely. In her opening, she said, "Public humiliation of Pelosi and her Democrat caucus is an embarrassment to watch." I don't know personally. I I think. Uh, Watching them embarrass themselves is a lot of fun. I'll tell you what, I'll let, why don't you listen to her, to what she said this weekend and think about it. The public humiliation of Nancy Pelosi and her Democrat caucus of sycophants who dare not oppose her is actually an embarrassment to watch. Her impeachment of the 45th president of the United States is born not of truth, facts, or evidence, but rather of an historic vitriolic hatred usually reserved for an enemy of the state. In the end, it is her animosity, frenetic, irrational, and baseless actions against this president that will ultimately hoist her 
on her own petard. And might I add, no one deserves it more. You'll recall the urgency of her claim as she wraps herself in the American flag. Perhaps you have not heard me when I had said, this is something we're very, do with a heavy heart. This is very prayerful because impeaching is, is a divisive thing in our country. Yeah, right, and don't forget this one. Our democracy is what is at stake. The president leaves us no choice but to act because he is trying to corrupt once again the election for his own benefit. The president has engaged in abuse of power, undermining our national security and jeopardizing the integrity of our elections. His actions are in defiance of the vision of our founders and the oath of office that he takes to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. So she rushed the vote because of the urgency involved. We cannot wait. We've got to stop him. The president is going to do it again. And the sky is falling, too. And yet there was no case to send to the Senate. So, like a child caught in a lie, she dithered for weeks hoping something, anything might happen to make the president look bad. But every day, he kept on working and winning. So finally, she explained her reason for procrastinating. She wanted to ensure a fair trial in the Senate. Now, ain't that thoughtful? She was so caught up in her own image as the imperious Queen Nancy, the she of the lower house, imagined herself the doyenne of the upper house, the Senate chamber, of which she has never been, nor will she ever be, a member. Fair, the woman whose historic hate played out for all to see, wants to ensure a fair Senate trial for the president? The mistresses of the historic chamber intent on taking down our leader in the sub-basement of the Capitol, away from the eyes and ears of the public and most of Congress, leaking through her minion, Adam Schiff, himself a jester in her court, acting out a false, slanderous, untrue, libelous reading of the transcript of the President's Ukraine call. And there, there could be no rebuttal, no cross-examination, no calling of witnesses, and certainly no counsel for the President allowed. Nancy, you said the president was welcome to come and exonerate himself. Of what or why, no one knows, since the transcript itself exonerates him. But in your chamber, you upend the Constitution, putting centuries-old jurisprudence on its head and shift the burden of proof to the accused without even advising him of the charges. You know, folks, it's never been about truth or justice for these radicals. The House Democrats simply want to take out the most successful president Americans have put in the Oval, the one who's made the economy soar, who speaks our language, who actually wants us to succeed, who took out two of the world's most dangerous savages, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi and Quds Force General Qasem Soleimani, with no civilian losses and no boots on the ground. The president, who has made the world safer and brought Iran, the world's largest state sponsor of terrorism, to her knees. That's why he's so successful and why Americans love him. But, Nancy, you don't care. His success offends you. 
You were a radical like AOC and Maxine Waters and Rashida Tlaib, where you all have but one mantra, resist, resist, resist. Nancy, you should be smarter than that. But I guess you hate him because Donald Trump changed the planned political establishment legacy order where you guys, irrespective of party, scratch each other's backs like the Bushes and the Clintons. Your turn? No, your turn. You're up next. When you commandeered the meaningless War Powers Resolution after the Soleimani drone strike was over, trying to limit the president's ability to fight our enemy, you again showed your hypocrisy. When your pal Obama in 2011 decided to bomb Libya where no American lives were lost, you said he didn't need congressional authority. So what did you earn by passing that partisan war powers resolution, sending that little love letter to the Ayatollah, other than to seemingly say, do what you must, we'll hold him back. Have you no shame? In the end, Nancy, your investigation was a partisan political joke on how to manipulate the truth and then have everybody swear to it. And after all the rushing, what did your dithering gain in your unprecedented refusal to forward the articles of impeachment to the Senate? Did you gain a political advantage? What did you get out of waiting other than losing votes to the Republican Party? Admit it. You caved after Mitch McConnell gave you a deadline to either send over the articles of impeachment or simply watch the Senate move forward without them. That's right, Nancy. You simply caved. That's what happens when there is no case. Who said you were smart anyway? And that's my open. Let me know what you think on my Facebook and Twitter. Hashtag Judge Janine. All right. I've got Gunslinger on the line at 347-945-5747. And, uh, Gun, you just heard what Judge Janine had to say about this whole situation. What do you think? Gun? Gun. It would help if I unmute my fucking mic, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a fucking joke, okay? I mean, everything she said is absolutely true, okay? Um, you got, I mean, this pig Losi has got to be the biggest bimbo dumb thing on the face of the planet, okay? And not just the United States, the face of the whole fucking planet. I've never seen direct lies. If if her nose, if she was po- po- pokey nose or whatever, poke nose or whatever it is, her nose would circle the fucking earth about 50 fucking times now, maybe even more, okay? Um, lie after lie after lie. See how hypocritical these motherfuckers are? Well, back then when, when he did it, well, we, he didn't need congressional approval. So why does he need it now? Okay. What's changed? Are they supporting terrorism? I mean, if you do the kind of shit, this war powers, whatever bullshit, which is more bullshit, okay? If you move to 
do what they're doing right now, that means you support terrorism. You support these idiots, okay? The ones that are killing your fellow Americans. Does that make you a real American? Not in my book, it don't. <laughs> Go ahead. <clears throat> okay. Okay. What Judge Janine basically what said is this in regards to the Senate trial, which is basically what she was talking about. That is all a crock. That's to, that, that's rounding it off. That's putting it in a nutshell. Okay. Had nothing to do with the war powers uh, resolution in the Congress. Not whatsoever. What she was talking about was the Senate trial and how Pelosi held up the, the, the articles of, of impeachment. And through a tantrum when things didn't look like it was going her way. And that's why she held it up the way she did. Okay. Another little sycophant, uh, a sycophant from MSNBC, Joy Reid, decided she was going to have a few things to say about the president. Drawing back on an, on an old chestnut call, talking about the president and Nazis, Trump, Nazis, and America. What the fuck? Trump, Nazis, America, what the fuck? Trump, Nazis, America, what the fuck? Get the picture of that one. Okay. But to put it in, in, in the simplest terms possible, it seems Joy Reid is faulting President Trump by claiming that it's his fault that Nazis are walking around in America. You think I'm kidding, folks? Listen to this. Because I think what we're, what we're kind of all getting to is Donald Trump, we were talking about this in the, in the hair and makeup room a little bit as well, he produces a kind of anxiety in people that is so profound. It's part of the reason people are obsessively watching this show and, and Rachel Maddow, and it's like Rachel Maddow is sort of their psychologist at this point, um, because people are afraid of not just what he, he can do, but what he's doing to people, what he's bringing out in people, the kind of people he's surfacing in the United States. You have swatting happening and Nazis walking around. It, it is a scary time. And you look at the polling on what Donald Trump has just done. And rather than make people feel more confident, it's made people more anxious. So here's the anxiety level in 2018 versus 2019. People are more anxious. Do people feel safer after the strike on Iran? They feel less safe. So that the anxiety, everything he does makes people feel worse. So do, so do you think that that redounds in particular to any particular candidate? That's well, running let me on start the with side? the notion just practically that energy is contagious. Yeah. And it's disproportionately contagious when you have more influence. So the elevated nervous system of Trump, the anxiety of Trump, gets communicated both to his supporters and to his antagonists. So we all feel it. So let's start with that. Do I think it redounds to any candidate? No, I, th I, I think it, it, it hurts the candidates 
who aroused fear in people. Yeah. So to be honest, I would say that Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren are strike up in that middle 600,000 or 300,000 people who this election will be decided by more anxiety. So the more moderate a candidate is, the less anxiety he or she tends to create. Yeah. So I, I, have, I, I believe that the candidate that should be nominated is indeed the one who will have the best chance of winning those 600,000 votes. So, here's the, here's the $64 question, folks. Is Joy Reid, like all the other liberals out there, delusional? I mean, <laughs> Trump is to blame for Nazis walking in America. It's his fault people are... having anxiety. People feel less safe because of the taking out of a terrorist. Okay. I'd love to know where she got her inform her information from. Was she reading tea leaves? Was she like Phoebe on the original series Charmed, you know, Alyssa Milano, and she'd sit, she'd touch something, you know, zit, and there would be a vision of the past or future. What crystal ball are you looking at, Joy Reid? Hopefully you listen to this one, Gunslinger, and, uh, Have a have a few thoughts on what you said. Go ahead. Again, absolutely correct. Okay, I mean, nailed it right on the head. I mean, I can't believe that. I mean, it's just I've seen some fantastic things in my life, but this is this this really is it should be up there with the you know five wonders of the world. Okay. Why are they going after this? I mean, what is well? We all know what the, what the reason is, because they are taking he's taking away their power base. These are what I've always said: control freaks. And when you are a control freak, you have to have that power. You have to maintain that power base. Okay. It's and Trump is taking that that base away, and their house of cards is starting to fall. Okay, <laughs> to prop it up like that, and to for them to do, there ought to be a law against this. I mean, to, to put that man through all this shit they put him through, even before he came down them stairs and announced that he was running for the presidency. Okay, they're hitting him with everything that they can possibly hit him with. I mean, when he gets reelected in 2020, the end of this year, uh, are they going to continue? That shows you what anti-American these motherfuckers have become. Okay, Any, instead of working with the president and trying to do good things to make the country even better, okay, they're doing everything in their power to tear it down, keep it status quo. 
But Trump's having to say, oh, no, you ain't. Your end is near. And you're going down, you're going down one of these days. It ain't going to be too far away. Go ahead. George. Hello. Okay, it might help if I turn my mic on, right? Uh, Let me try this again. See, Joy Reid has a one-track mind. I'm surprised she didn't bring up. It's kind of a stretch, I know, but when you listen to enough liberal bullshit, you can sit there and go, Yep, and the next thing she's going to talk about is how President Trump is responsible for climate change. It's his fault that we have climate change. I'm surprised he doesn't get blamed for that. They try to blame him for a lot of shit, but they don't want to acknowledge everything he's done good for this country. They're willing to impeach him over nonsense rather than realize they're fucking up. But, hey, what do I know? I'm just I'm just an Internet broadcaster with a big mouth and microphone. I see this kind of bullshit all the fucking time. Joy Reid is a liberal talking points person. She doesn't have an original thought in her head. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'll go out on a limb and say categorically, here's a woman that probably needs to to get a stiff one shoved up her ass. Of course, that's, I know, that's being, that's out there a little bit. I know, I know. Uh, I do believe I have Stevie on the line with us, if I'm correcting my assumption. How you doing, Stevie? I'm okay. You're okay. Okay. You know, Stevie, I, I I gotta ask you something. Being a nurse, okay, if we were to put a, a medical a medical term to the condition to the to the health and condition of the Democratic Party as a whole, would the would the would the word the one word to describe them be terminal or fatal because of the yes. way they're acting? Yes, and I would also 
put narcissistic and uh, psychopath. Wow. I, I was just being kind. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. There, there, see, now that's what I get for being nice. Stevie just tells it like it is. She doesn't miss words. I, I just exactly. I just tell the truth. Yeah, it's like an old neighbor of mine used to say: "Tell the truth and shame the devil. You'd be better off." Yeah, I, I, I think they, they are narcissistic in their, in their uh, mentality. They, they, they have this, they have this thought that uh, their way is the only way, and you know, I mean, it's almost Orwellian in, in the, in the execution. They're very good at gaslighting, where it's we're doing what's best for you. We're looking out for you. And they're like they're they're trying to make it to where those that are not receptive to it, oh oh oh, well they're they're doing the best that they can, and and they're they're really out to help us, and so they're doing really good at gaslighting. And then whenever you present, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. That's whenever they turn it and oh no, it's your fault. Oh no, you're the crazy one. Oh no, you're the one that whatever. They're very good at gaslighting. At what point do you think it might be necessary uh, for the American people to throw the Democrats under the bus and say, you know what, we're done with you? Because it seems to me, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but it seems to me the Democratic Party is so divided uh, because of the impeachment nonsense, the, coll- the Russian collusion, the Ukraine phone call. I mean, there's so many things that they're, they seem to be divided on. Um, maybe perhaps there might be uh, some, something that can be done with them that's more humane than just saying you're fired. I mean, seriously. I, I, I was going to say we need to teach them all. What's that? I said I was just going to say we need to actually impeach them all, get them out, done, by, Especially Schiff hmm. and, and Pelosi. Oh. Pelosi and her court jester, Adam Schiff. Yeah. Why? Because those two are tag teaming. Yeah, and and I think their cheerleader in the Senate, Chuck Schumer, uh, certainly wasn't helping matters either. But have you also noticed the fact that now that all of this impeachment stuff's going on, you don't hear anything about AOC, you don't hear anything about Kamala, like, you don't hear anything about the whole dream team, freaking suicide fucking squad, whoever the hell they are. Like, you're, you rarely ever hear anything about them. 
Well, there's there's something going on regarding uh, AOC right now that that's got Democrats pretty pissed off. See, when she gets campaign contributions, when any Democrat gets a campaign contribution, they're supposed to kick a portion to the DNC, right? Yep. Well, she's not doing that. She's keeping all of the money. So they consider her a deadbeat. So they're going after yeah, her. Yeah, but they're, they're going to come up. Democrat. They're going to come up with some way to excuse that. I don't know. They they seem to be of the mindset that if she's going to refuse to fork over the percentage that she's supposed to, uh, to put it in 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 a, uh, a a kind of a strange way of saying it, if she doesn't pay her send her tribute to the Democratic National Committee gods, they could easily primary against have someone primary against her. True. You know the Democrats are known for eating their own. True. And by the way. Because the way that it's going right now, Democrat Party, anybody does something wrong, they'll throw it out there and be like, hey, you know, Joe Blow bit the hand that fed him. But this is the reason why. And it and it's some stupid, I'm going to cover for you type thing that the media is going to throw out there. But internally, that's where the battle's going to go on. But then, their focus right now is Trump. That's it. Well, yeah, their their primary focus is Trump. No doubt about that. Um, but now the 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 playing field for the for the Democrats' uh, nomination process is thinned out by one more person, Senator Cory Booker. Has dropped out. Guess he doesn't get another Spartacus moment. Oh well. And by the way, joining us on the phone line is Texas Internet Radio's Mark. Yo, bud. What's going on, y'all? Oh, same old shit. Different flies. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Stevie, be careful going home. That weather is terrible tonight. It's pretty clear thus far, but I'm still being careful because there's like a million deer out. Yeah, they're everywhere. I almost hit two on the way home. Uh-oh. Yeah. Easy does it out there, okay? Um. The deer, the while, deer while I'm TV. while I'm grateful to have you on the show and all, uh, I don't want you to get distracted talking to us while you while you should be focusing on your driving. 
No. You're on speakerphone and I'm focusing, I promise. All right. She's driving. There's one thing that you will find out about this, this old host is he cares about everybody. When when my buddy Mike here in New York says he's driving down, getting ready to drive down what's called the Goat Trail, that's Bear Mountain Road between the Bear Mountain Bridge and the uh, Ansville Cir- Traffic Circle. There are places on that road I wouldn't want to get caught dead on. There are spots along that road that are a sheer drop off the side. Yeah, not exactly a great place to be in the wintertime either. I know, I've I've traveled that road too many times. If I have to take the long way around, I'll take the long way around and I don't I'm not proud. I actually travel north up further further up north on on my side of the Hudson and drive back if I know it'll keep me from going down a long winding road that in the wintertime is more dangerous than any Democrat. Now Apparently, you know, they, the, the Democrats have, suffer from from a selective memory. Well, I think we all can agree to that, that, that they do suffer from uh, selective memory, right? Well, Rand Paul decided to put a reminder out there. about Obama and how he did hundreds and hundreds of targeted killings without asking Congress's permission. Death? Could it be that a sitting president, well, he wasn't a president in, in my opinion, but a alleged president didn't ask for permission from his puppet masters? To do something? Oh, my God. Could it be? Yeah, it could. And he did. But the Congress, see, Trump is not Obama. So they they figure, we're Democrats. We're better. We're, We're better. We can do it, but you can't. So there, nah. they're like spoiled children. Yeah, Republican Senator Rand Paul accused former President Barack Obama of launching many military strikes without congressional approval following President Trump's order killing, a, killing of a top Iranian general last week. Okay? Well, you know, this is not a new trend, Paul said on NBC's Meet the Press on Sunday, continuing, uh, President Obama did hundreds and hundreds of targeted killings without asking for permission, so I think presidents of both parties have been trying to usurp the authority. 
Paul did not cite any examples of Obama launching military action without congressional approval, but the Obama administration did order over 500 drone strikes during his presidency, and he didn't get permission for every single one of them. Earlier this month, Trump ordered the killing of Quds Force Commander Qasim Soleimani, who he claimed was planning to blow up multiple U.S. embassies. Soleimani has been designated a terrorist by the last three administrations. That would be a bumbanger, Bush, and Clinton. Bill Clinton, that is, not Hillary. Oh, but Democrats were outraged. Yes, they were outraged (laughs) that Trump did not notify lawmakers before taking out Soleimani. Only Congress has the constitutional authority to declare war. Um, Trump wasn't declaring war. Though the president is not legally required to know, though the president is not legally required to notify Congress before taking executive military action if an imminent threat could harm Americans. Well, this guy has already... The Soleimani was responsible for the death of over 600 Americans. Okay? 600. IED attacks that killed or maimed American soldiers. Hmm. So he did exactly what his mandate as the commander-in-chief required him to do. Now, if he wanted a a formal declaration of war, yes, he would have to go to Congress. He didn't have to do that because he wasn't looking to declare war. He was just looking to take out one dumbass son of a bitch who threatened to attack our embassies, who threatened to kill more Americans, We took out a threat to humanity. And Trump did exactly what he was supposed to do. But but the Democrats are whining and crying because they didn't they weren't consulted before he ordered him blown to bitskies. Oops. He doesn't need Congress's permission to take one single action like that. Only if he wanted to do a sustained war where he would need congressional war approval. But dropping a bomb on some dumbass terrorist fucking head is not declaring war on anybody. Can we just call a meeting and get all of the Democrats in, like, one location and then drop a a bomb? Hey, listen, I would, you know know what I would love to do? And it's a shame that that this thing doesn't actually exist. I wish it did, though. Remember Dr. Strangelove and the nude bomb? Drop that on Congress. On the present Democrat Congress, okay? If there was such a thing as a nude bomb, 
I'd say, fine, let's drop it on these motherfuckers. They want to act like the king's the king's new clothes and all this other bullshit. <laughs> yeah, okay. Open Bombay doors. Sure. Get ready to release the nude bomb. Sure. Drop the nude bomb. Sure. Sure, sure. But you see, you know, we can joke about these things. But in all honesty, the, the, Stevie, I think the best thing we can do, the, the, the most humane thing we can do with Democrats is try to vote people in that, ha- that actually know, know how to do the job correctly. I agree. And that's certainly Democrats. I mean, Mark, let me, let me ask you, man. If, if Rand Paul is sitting here saying that, uh, that Obama got away with doing hundreds and hundreds of drone strikes and all that shit, and he didn't go to the Congress and ask them permission, he didn't go to them and say, please, Congress, can I drop a bomb on someone's head? Please, Congress. I mean, he didn't go there begging their 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 permission like like that. He just went and did it. Well, he doesn't have to ask so, permission. I mean, that's the bottom line. He doesn't have to ask permission. That's it. But what made Obama better? And 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 what, well, more to the point, what made Obama exempt from being told you can't do that without congressional approval? Because or was, or was Obama doing it the way it's just supposed to be done? Because the Republicans know what the laws are, and Democrats try to make them up as they go. I mean, shit, we've been seeing that since they, they got, they're holier than now. Obama left the office and they didn't get their way with Hillary Clinton. All they've done is fucking try to rewrite everything. And they were doing a damn good job of rewriting history and taking away this, that, and the other. I mean, shit. Trump had to come along. Who knows where the fuck we'd be. Oh, shit balls and cracker jacks. Hey, everybody, check this out. Mike here, and my, our friend Mike here in New York sent me something earlier, and I, I just saw it in a one-on-one private message. Seems the New York Senate just passed a bill that would automatically register illegal immigrants to vote. I saw that earlier. I don't believe this motherfucker is going to sign this shit. 
That's the only way that they can keep the Democrats in. By giving illegals voting rights. They're not even legal citizens of the country, and they're being given voting rights? No. And how, and I know, I, trust me, I completely disagree with that. But that's, that's why he's going to sign that bill. It's because they're like all of the Democrats are starting, well, not all of them, but like they're starting to wake up and realize what's going on. And if that happens, they're getting less votes. So how can they ensure that they're going to get more votes and they're going to win? By doing that right there. Yeah, because Promise all these illegals. people, oh, you're going to get this, and we're going to give you money, and we're going to give you housing, and we're going to give you food, and you're not going to have to worry about anything, and you get free medical. Well, fuck yeah, they're going to be like, all right, I'll vote for that person if I get all that shit for free. Wow. Mike's been sitting on, on uh, the BTR switchboard for just over two, two, for just over two minutes, and it only now showed his phone number on the board. It just popped up out of nowhere and it and it was two minutes and ten seconds in. Uh, I don't know about BTR anymore. I just don't. But yeah, Stevie, I, I think I think the, the, the sheer fact that, that that the Democrats are willing to violate federal election laws. Never mind just state election laws. Federal election laws by doing something this stupid is just mind-blowing. Did you know, I found, after watching a couple of videos today, in California, you were only allowed to use 55 gallons of water, if you, which is basically a load of laundry. That's about 50. And taking a shower, a typical eight-minute shower would knock you over that 55 gallons. So, if you do a load of laundry and take a shower, you then get fined a thousand dollars a day for being over. If it's in a drought situation, you get fined ten thousand dollars a day. People in California need to uh, do something about their about their government. Yep. It's time to time, time to put people in that have a brain. You know, just talking about uh, some people having a brain. Uh, I was just read today that in New York, okay, your state up there, that no bail law, whatever they is, they they had one guy that was just arrested. Again, and he was on his fifth bank robbery because they let him out. Uh, bank robbery. I let him out. Don't you feel safe up there now? Yep. Jesus. Well, Mike is on the line with us, so Mike, how you doing, man? Good. Doing fine. I hear a lot of chatter, like uh, distortion, like like. Somebody's got a monitor or something on the background. Hear it? TV's driving. Oh, speakers are reading okay. back. Oh, okay. I'm, no, I'm muted. 
quiet it up now. No, it's still there. I hear the distortion, so it's it's not coming from Steven. Oh, let okay. me let me do a quick uh, quick run through of the mics here. Yeah, it's like a okay. It's not Gunslinger. Stevie's already self muted, so let me check and see if it's coming from. And, yep, it's our buddy Texas Internet Radio. It's Mark's mic. I'm feeding back. Feeding. Yeah, there's like a it's like a chirping or something from something. It's a weird loop. It's it's. Distortion of, of of our voices in the audio feed. I think it's pro. I think it's probably my birds, guys. <laughs> you got a monitor? Do you have monitors going way in the distance? No, those don't sound like your birds, buddy. I'll tell you that right now. You have live live monitors? No, I don't have any monitors no. going. I have nothing. I have nothing on except for my phone. Well, I'm gonna mute now. See, if, hey, I'm gonna mute now. See if it's still there. No, they have to talk to see. No, I don't hear it. I'm talking. I don't hear anything. I don't hear it either. Now it's it's gone. Yeah. No, it was coming from your side, but it, it it was it was a it was a vocal distortion. It didn't sound like like birds chirping. Yeah. No, it wasn't birds. I, I, I difference on that one there, brother. Not not to worry about that. Besides, if it was your if it were your if it were your birds chirping, I don't think anybody would mind that. You know, birds chirping is a nice. Relaxing sound. Not Unless at 3 a.m. Okay. Yeah, not at 3 a.m. No. <laughs> I never said that 3 a.m. was was ideal. <laughs> that's not, they don't <laughs> chirp at 3 a.m. They don't chirp at 3 a.m. They scream at 3 a.m. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, so uh, getting back to this uh, this this whole uh, idiocy of of the left. I mean, here in New York, the Senate just passed that bill that would automatically register illegals to vote. In New York, of course, you you just pointed out, uh, Stevie, that if you go over fifty five gallons, was that fifty five gallons a day? It was 55 gallons a day, and that was in California. Okay, so if if every day you go over the 55 gallon limit, you get a fine. If it's during a drought situation, you get a big ass fine. And it's every wow. day that you're over. So if you okay, let's say you take a shower and do a load of laundry, and you go over that 55 then you have to forfeit your shower for the next day if you have another load of laundry to do. So until you get back to even, then you get fined every day until you're back to even. Wow, people are going to, are going to be smelling when they go to work. They will certainly not be very aromatically fresh. But I can see people skipping skipping a load of laundry for a day or two, not showering for a day or two. Man, that could that, that, that woof. You want to talk about being right? They, bet, they better stock up on clothespins for your nose. 
Get it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just make sure they're not plastic. Make sure they're Uh-oh. not plastic. I- I'm gonna, I'm gonna regret asking this, but Mark, w- why is that? Straws, man. Remember, they banned oh, straws. I... Oh well, well, you want to hear something really fucked up? The state of New York, it doesn't technically actually take effect until March, but the state of New York, Governor Cuomo signed a bill and passed it. No store can use plastic bags anymore. Paper bags or those reusable bags, but no more plastic bags because they don't break down enough and and fail. Huh? But I recycle my plastic bags. Unfortunately, the plastic bags around here don't they're they're a little on the they've always been on the cheap side. And I've asked repeatedly the people at the store to double bag my stuff because bags tend to tear. And they never do. So I end up with gaping holes in them. The handle's ripping, you know, because of the weight of the, of, of the stuff in the bags. Well, now it's even worse. I went to I went to take. Thank God they were just um, they, they were just boxes of uh, boxes of wheat pasta. But I went to take a bag out of the tr- out of the car. My friend lets me use her car to go shopping with, and bring them inside when I did my shopping, and the paper bag. Ripped right in the car. Just ripped right open. I'm like, great. So I had to come inside, take an empty box that I'm using to pack stuff with, load the load the stuff into the box. That's the, the, the bag. Ripped. But here's the thing. Dutchess County. The county executive, Mark Molinaro, decided to implement this idea now, in January, when statewide it doesn't go into effect until March. All because plastic bags do not break down in the landfill right away or some dumb shit. Another way to fuck up your day through political dumb shit. So when I look at, at, at things like, like what the governor here in New York, is, is either he signed it or he will be signing it, uh, I mean, they, the Democrats actually passed a bill that that, that might, autom- might automatically register individuals to vote when they engage with the DMV. Now, this is where, this is where the, the voter registration thing comes in. I had mentioned this before this article came out. I said something about this happening. That when they give the illegals the right to go and get a driver's license, 
on that form is the register to vote form. What do you think is going to happen? You give them the right to have a driver's license, they're going to register to fucking vote. So, months after Cuomo... But, but take, away, take away the plastic bags. Give the illegals the license, much. but take away the plastic bags. Fucking retarded. Tell me about it. But remember, retarded is not politically correct. They're mentally impaired. They're fucking retarded. Um, <laughs> excuse Stevie, Stevie. Uh, I, 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 I'm sorry. I should, have, I should have warned you about the way this show operates. Oh, I know. I'm being a smartass. And not politically correct. And don't subscribe to political correctness. And there's a reason for this. <laughs> because we do not give a fuck what political correctness says. Political correct can scratch the, scratch the hairs on my ass, kiss both my left and right nut, and while they're at it, go suck, a, go suck an egg through a garden hose. I said that just to get you to go off. Oh, always. That would. Art, she's, 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 she's learning to quick now. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> I knew you would go off, and why I did it. Oh, you are sneaky. You haven't learned that? Can we have stuff, stuff lost to. This was the conversation from the other day, and you never answered my question. Uh, what was that? We were talking about merchandise and, and, and selling the merchandise, and then somebody came up with, with little stuffed animals, and I said, what about stuffed swaps? And, well, we were all being smart asses at the moment. Okay, so stuff, stuff what? I'm going to make sure I heard you right. The really slow thing that climbs on trees and takes like 50 days to go a mile. Yeah. Oh, tree sloths and all that. I associate Hmm. that with slow things because of how fucking retarded she is. Yeah. See, I don't know if those things would sell very well unless you put the Democrat symbol on it. Exactly. Wearing a t-shirt that says, I'm a liberal. Hmm. Hey, fun day is See, I have a good there. marketing technique. Hmm. A very interesting scenario comes to mind. That. What do you think, Mike? I don't know. I'm having an argument with two different two different posts that I've got on uh, on on one discussion page, and I'm having two different arguments at the same time with liberals because I'm throw I threw them I threw in their face two 
two articles. One that they, well, they came out recently. One is uh, I'll put a, I'll put it in the FFNO chat room. And I was sarcastic with them. They don't like when you're sarcastic. That really fucking bothers them. So I do it anyway, just to aggravate the fuck out of them. And uh, like this one right here. And I said, this is about the flags. And I said, the Iranian government painted those flags on the ground so people would step on them. But what's this? They won't step on the American or Israeli flags? I thought our media said everyone in the world hates us. Were they wrong? And the article's from NBC, not Fox. Bet if somebody painted a flag in San Francisco, they'd be doing more than stepping on it, huh? Well, you know that's going to light them up. And it did. Already got a fuckload of posts on it. So I'm just replying to them. And one of them came back and said, you know, that's a good analogy, but, you know, I understand why they hate us. You do too, right? And I said, no. Because I said, instead of hating past generations and past administrations, the ones who were responsible for manipulating their their government, in other words, the Iranian government, they hold a grudge and carry the blame for years. We didn't handle the Japanese or Germany the same way at all. Yes, we remember the pain, the suffering, and the millions who died because of the war. But we're not blaming this on the last generation of Japanese or Germans. They're not responsible for the crimes committed by those governments. The Middle East doesn't work that way. They hold grudges for hundreds of years. Americans don't understand that. They view everything based on our values and how we live here today. They have no idea. See, now they came back in. Somebody came in and said, how long has the Cuban embargo been going on again? Ha, ha, ha. See, they're, yes, but, well, yeah, but. This is how they they do it. They argue. And um, then I came in with another one that, they haven't even fucking responded to me now, and this one's been up for 40 minutes. Amazing. All the other ones they took on, but they don't know what to do with this one because I was, like, uber-fucking sarcastic with them. Um, this one is about what happened with the media in Iran. Did you guys hear the news about the newscasters uh, in Iran that quit on the air and one of them apologized publicly? Did you hear about that? Might have just happened. This is the first I'm hearing about it today. Okay. All right. I just put the link in. Iranian state television. You know that TV and the media is controlled by the mullahs, by the, mm-hmm. the Islamo-Nazi fucking wackadoodles. It sees at least two of their anchors quit. One of them said, forgive me for the 13 years of lies I told you. Damn. Two Iranian... Yep, this is on Fox News. Two Iranian journalists say at a state-owned media outlet resigned from their jobs and another one left a while back apologizing for 13 years of, I told you of lies to her supporters and going on. And, uh, uh and so hold on a second, Mike, hold on a second. Um, for those of you listening on blog talk radio and Mixler, uh, if you know people that normally watch the broadcast on the video platforms, just let them know up front that uh, mm-hmm. the the, uh, the the my my streaming software just just shit the bed. 
for video. I got to I got to reboot it. So okay. Sorry about that. So anyways, Fox put on a, a thing saying that the, now there's a problem with the media, which means that now the Iranian government is losing control of their own media. The people do not trust the fucking media. And that's this heavy duty uh, article. And it was put up by Fox. So what I did on the on this liberal discussion page here, I, I put, I wrote, wow, the Iranian media finally admitted they've lied and pushed propaganda for years. I wonder if we'll ever see that happen here. Probably wouldn't make a difference since no one will admit their opinions were by, based on bullshit. And I'll save the cult members here the trouble of posting. Yes, it's Fox News, and we know you don't trust anything but your own sources, and of course, Orange bad, orange man bad, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, LOL. Now, I mean, I'm dropping the gauntlet, I'm getting ready for them to. And instead, I've got seven people that clicked like. Nobody made one fucking comment. I hate fucking liberals. I just, I can't stand them. I just, I, I don't know what the fuck they. I don't know. Fucking people! This is such hypocrites. Fucking hypocrites. Well, Mike, you have you you, got to remember. uh, This is what liberals think of conservatives. Only worse. Okay, they think of us as racist, misogynistic. They think of us as Nazis. I mean, shit. Did you hear what hear about what Joy Reid on MSNBC said regarding tr- how it's Trump's fault that Nazis walk amongst us in America? Yeah. Well, you heard about that, huh? So you heard her comment. Well, did you see the the post that uh, one of them put up now, where? They're convinced. I'm going to find this one. Now, this is this is some of the liberal. See, they think they're morally superior to to us, and that they're smarter than us in every way, and that they analyze things. Now, let's take a look at this. And you tell, you're talking about a lot of pseudo fucking Mensa members that they think they're all of these people have. That well, what are your degrees in? Well, I'm I'm so fucking educated that I've even got a. I've got a PhD in how to take a shit. I took a course on taking a shit and studied it for extensively for 20 fucking years. Yes. Okay, look at this article that's from one of their sites. And look how they're trying to look how they do you see it it's in the FFNO. Look at what they're I can't look right now. Mike, I'm in the middle of something, but the other people I'm okay. sure will. Okay. Well, the article says the great awakening. Awakening started a century ago. The 2020s are merely reenacting the culture wars of the 1920s. And what do they do? They put a picture of the Ku Klux Klan marching with the American flags in Washington. And then they put their, they put their little explanation with it. When did wokeness become a cultural reflex in Western high culture? Was it 2015 when Nicholas Christakis was surrounded by screaming Yale's Students and Jonathan Haidt and Greg Lukianoff wrote a, a seminal article on coddling of the American mind. 
was in 20, you know, just enough. It's all these people, they really, really have nothing but contempt for us. So, fucking, I'm, you know, to be fair, I have nothing but contempt for them. Did you see that Joy Behar is now extremely happy that one of the white supremacist dudes, I forget his name, is now against Trump, and now she likes that dude, even though he's a white supremacist, because he doesn't like Trump. Good. Maybe we'll see her wearing an iron cross or like a, a pointed white hat on the show the next time to show her solidarity with these people that are members of their anti-Trump cult. Never know. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But see, and I guess now the guy that wrote this. Yeah, here we go. The guy that wrote this. I'm not going to even say his name on the fucking air because I'm not going to promote the piece of shit. He looks young. He's a professor of politics at Birkbeck University in London and the author of something: Immigration, Populism, and Future of White Majorities. Bend over. Will you please just bend over? Somebody give me a broom. I, you know, what the fuck? I, I don't get it. Concurrently, a revived Ku Klux Klan focused this time in the northern states, an anti-Catholic rather than anti-black in focus enrolled six million members. And, uh, you know, everything they do, and they'll just, and they'll put truckloads of verbiage in there to make it seem like they're writing some sort of a, you know, it's you're doing a, a white paper explaining this, and yes, we're going to do it in, in a way that shows that we've really given this a lot of thought, we've discussed it, analyzed it, and uh, no, you haven't. You're nothing but a fucking liberal that has no clue. I wish we could ship them over to let them let them see firsthand, drop them in an area that's being held by ISIS, and give them a taste of it. Here's who you're supporting. These are the people you're supporting. Shake their hand. Get to know them. Let them know that you support them. Let's find out what they do with your head after they're done chopping it off. They probably stick it on a pike. And it for their, no, their they brethren. just shove it up your ass without loop. Man, I don't know, kidding. Oh, they do a headless horseman on it. No. Oh, damn it. Almost fell on the floor trying to get in, trying to sit down at the desk. Now here's something that uh, came up over the weekend. Apparently, the FISA court has selected a former Obama administration lawyer, left-wing blogger, uh, to oversee FBI's surveillance reforms. That's like 
putting a, a fox in the in the in the hen house to watch over to to guard to to make sure that the, that other foxes don't bother the chickens. Well, we don't know what the guidelines are that they've given. They probably got guidelines on how that person's going to function and what type of oversight's in place, and they're probably being scrutinized like crazy, especially now when you saw the apology that came out. Will the FBI apologize? apologize. What the fuck good was that? I would have rather seen somebody brought in and charged with the FBI. Public apology. Oh, gee, okay, thank you. And, How much and that other one. The Democrats told them to do that. Yeah, well. In order to save political space. Yeah, I don't think it'll. Do anything. And then that lady, remember the one that was arrested for, uh, where's the Fox Network here? There was an article I noticed on it. It came up. Uh, where is she? That one that was arrested, here we go, Treasury. Remember that high-ranking Treasury employee? This came out four hours ago. Okay, I'm going to put this in the FFNO. Sorry, I didn't have a I, I didn't have a microphone handy to, to to respond to you, Mike. All right, no problem. Now this came out four hours ago. You remember when she was arrested? What was that? 2018. And and they caught her with a flash drive full of sensitive documents that she was stealing from the Treasury Department or she was turning it over to reporters. She was leaking information about Trump. Remember that? People have short memories. American voters, they have fucking short memories. And because what they do is they mention something like this when they got her, they caught her, they mention it, and then they move on to something else back when it happened. So we never hear, rarely hear, the outcome, or we don't have, it's not like the Mueller report that's ongoing every one day or every two days we hear an update on it. We never hear updates about what happened with this bitch. Well, I guess uh, she was given a plea deal. I would have felt better if she was given fucking years in jail, but now her plea deal is from zero to six months in prison. That's it. Prosecutors, uh, she got a plea deal that recommends Potential prison sentence of zero to six months. She's going to get nothing. Do you remember her now? It says it. As law enforcement swooped in, she was carrying a government-issued USB flash drive containing not only thousands of SARs, uh, financial information, highly sensitive material relating to Russia, Iran, and the terrorist group known as the Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant. Uh-huh. And now she's, she's going to get zero to six months in jail she's facing? Crime pays today, doesn't it? Treason pays. Well, yeah, the Democrats are guilty of that, but nobody's going to do anything about it. See the article? And what it, 
What did you say? Yes, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Done, and I'm sorry for what I've done, and I apologize to you, Your Honor, and the court. Apologize. What about foot? What? Yeah. Well, see, the Democrats wanted dirt on Trump any way they could get it, and I guess she figured, well, the Democrat maybe I'll I'll get rewarded by the Democrats if I give them this. You know. In her in her mind, it was probably easier to do this to take information from uh, that she had no business taking, and just turn around and go, yeah, this will this will I'll 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 get someone will pay me very handsomely for this. You know, people are stupid. On the article, she says uh, the prosecutors are saying. Shit. Prosecutors are saying that she was politically motivated and that she had some conception like it was for the good of the republic. Her defense lawyer said that uh, believed that certain critical facts weren't being handled in the right way by the government agencies tasked with handling them. She said, you know, if the government can't trust, if I can't trust government officials to handle this, I think I could trust the media to handle this and bring the attention to the, Amer- to the American people. said that she was in in contact with congressional subcommittees but didn't believe they were dealing adequately with the information she offered. So she released it on her own. Well, that means you're guilty. And the courts and the prosecutors, Trump's got to get the fucking courts. We got to get rid of Ginsburg, man. We got to really work on these fucking courts. Now, well, I don't know, but how how can how does this trace back to, to the Democrats? How does it how does this work to? Uh, Treasury employee employee leaking Trump team information. Who would that damage? I understand that, but... Okay. No, no, no. That's going. You wanted to know how it affects her. How it affects her locally. That's... No, I, I was saying okay, as as in okay, I, I I see what you're saying. Yeah. What did you think I meant? I wasn't sure. She's got a definite connection with the Democrats. Um, Brown County Democrat, Natalie Edwards. 
See? Okay, so she's a registered Democrat. She also shared a meme that says she doesn't like Republicans or Democrats at one point. She turned against everybody. I wonder if that means she turned libertarian or something. But it was political, no matter what. She did it for political reasons. Well, she has apparently, she has by all indications, and correct me if I'm wrong here, liberal leanings. I don't know, George. I don't know. She, maybe she's a libertarian or something. For her to say she hates Republicans and Democrats, but it was political in nature. But she, it says that she was a registered Democrat. So she must have switched at some point. You know, but still, I mean, for the courts to tell for give her a deal like this, for what she did was heavy duty. That's serious shit. And instead, they're going to give her a plea deal, let her get off with a a jail sentence of zero to six months? Wow. So the thing about treason, how the old thing of treason, of them hanging you, I go, that's definitely out the window. So gunslinger, you can forget about that. I don't think they're going to do that anymore. Brett, I was wanting to sell tickets. No, can't do it. No tickets. Forget it. Don't, Don't order them. Don't have them printed up. Not going to sell them. Yeah, but unfortunately, to be convicted of treason invokes the only penalty still on the books. Yeah, but with liberal judges on the bench, they're not going to hand it out. Then there's a problem with dispensing justice. Yeah. Because the law says you commit treason... If you're found guilty of treason, you will be hanged by the neck until dead. Because you became a traitor to your country. And if these liberal judges refuse to do that, they're not going to be on the bench very long. So, there's a lot of things that are that are supposed to be, you know, done according to the Constitution, but Obama never did. This current Congress doesn't. So. At what point do we say the, the Constitution is useless? Um, maybe eventually it'll come to the point when the first public hanging happens based on something like that, a treason, a charge of treason, and uh, then they say, okay, everyone take note, the Constitution's back in play. 
the Bill of Rights means something again. What was it? Wait, Mike, say that again. I was I was not in a position to hear everything. It'd be nice to see if if there is somebody charged with treason, found guilty of treason. Can you imagine if they brought public hanging back into play, and then they'd be making the announcement that the Constitution is back, the law of the land is back. It's not how you feel anymore. Yeah, but you see, that to me is where is where people, especially these these liberal judges, are going to get caught with with their pants around their ankles. Oh. And actually, what court would have the the right to to convict on the charge of treason? That's the other thing. Would would that come? From a military, from a, from a military tribunal, or would that come from a from the highest federal court in the land? Be the Supreme Court. It'll be the Supreme Court that came in on something like that. It'll make it to that if it was a serious enough, serious enough case. Like if they found evidence, uh, John Kerry, that he was negotiating with the Iranians behind the scenes and trying to cut a deal while Trump was doing something else and the carry was getting involved and he's not even in the government anymore. Now that would be treason. Hmm. But that's not going to happen. There are too many liberals and Democrats and well, that wouldn't, I wouldn't feel good about it. People out there. Oh, look, there's a unicorn. I, no, it's not going to happen. There's no accountability anymore. You can you can do whatever you want today. As long as it feels good, you're okay. Well, gee. I, I wonder, does that mean that if a person if a guy's out there on Main Street USA scratching his balls in public because it feels good? He should be okay to scratch his nuts his nut sack while he's in public? Yes, it's a biological thing. It's it's normal and natural and all that is cosmic and real in the universe, George, yes. I'm joking, of course, in, in part of it, but I know. In all seriousness, there there was a guy in town one day with his wife, and a similar question came up while he, while he and his wife were in town. I happened to be maybe two or three people back. This was a small gathering with the city council and, the, and so forth. Well, what had happened was he turns to his wife and says, you know, honey, Everybody says we're free to we're we're free to do what we, we're free to do do, do this do that and other thing. So he starts scratching his nuts back and he says, "I know damn well I'm free to do this all day long if I want to." And his wife just very laughingly blurts out, 
honey, when you're in the bathroom or at home, that's one thing. But sitting here, you know, with, with, with a bunch of nuns from the Franciscan friars, you know, gathered around looking at you, I mean, that's just not nice at all. And he looks at the Franciscan sisters and he says, you're not going to get mad, are you? And at least three of them chimed in, you tell us. He immediately retreated behind his wife. I'm standing there, two, three people back, and I'm laughing my ass off. I had to leave in a hurry, though. Those same Franciscan sisters also yep. know me. And they chased me two stores away. I'm like, what did I do? I just laughed. Yep. Hey. Shit happens, right? Right. But no, it's 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 you know, getting getting back to the serious uh part of this topic. You know, treason A lot of people are, you know, they they think that a judge will will go and 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 prescribe a sentence that is contradictory to the actual sentence that is prescribed by law, the only penalty on the books for such an action. And and like I said, you know, to do that would be would be judicial suicide because that judge would not be on the bench for very much longer knowing that the law says the only penalty you can you, you can sentence this person to is this you know i mean yeah i i, I can certainly understand you know the the modern Feeling a person's modern day feeling toward toward the penalty of treason, you know, being you know hanged by the neck until you're dead, you know, swinging by a rope. I thought went out with the dark ages. That's what some people might think. But if you if you really stop to think about it, it's the only legal legally prescribed sentence on the books for treason. And any judge who who decides otherwise, as far as the sentence is concerned, well, they better have their resume typed up. That's all I can tell them. That's that, that's the advice I would give them, real quick. If I was a judge, and I had tried on a, on the sentence for treason, I would sit there, look the people straight in the eye, and I would say. It is the decision of this court, as prescribed by the Constitution of these United States of America. You are guilty of high treason, and the only penalty on the books for such egregious action is death by hanging. That is still a legally prescribed. 
and and you better hope they get your weight correct before they hang you. Why would they hang the judge for dispensing what's 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 on the book? No, no, no. As no, I thought you were saying the judge talking to the defendant. No, 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 no. Found the judge guilty. stating you know the sentence for the person who commits treason. Right. So that person has been sentenced to treason, has been sentenced to being hanged, and the judge should tell the defendant, you better hope they get your weight, weight correct before they hang you. You know that okay. standard, right? You, 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 you don't know about how that works? You, got me, joking, you, you got me completely confused. I'm not joking. It's a, it's a serious thing. There's an actual... There's an actual formula, depending on the weight of the person that you're hanging. I know this is fucking gross shit. I don't know why I even know this. It's from Nuremberg Trials because it happened during the trials, and it used to happen in the old days out west. And if you, that's why being a hangman, they they knew their art. And depending on the person's weight and everything, it would also that would determine how much of a fall and the length of the rope. Because if you got it wrong, if you got the measurements wrong, you would rip the person's head off the body. And that happened many, many times in the Old West. And it's happened since then. I think it happened to Saddam, too. And they blamed the, they blamed the, uh, the hangman. And a lot of people think he did it on purpose. Let me see. Um, did Saddam's. And by the way, I found the, the the DVD video that I made of the raw video footage of Saddam's hanging. I actually have uh, here we go. Two of his allies are hanged. One is decapitated. Um, okay. Now the decap the one that got decapitated that happened Saddam's when he was being brother. hanged. Yeah, half brother. His half brother was hanged, and uh, and they did it wrong. And they said it, I thought it was Saddam that they did it to, but it was I guess his half brother. Here, so there's actually a point. They take a look at your weight, and they, they it's all figured out. And uh, but it used to happen in the Wild West a lot, and it used to freak the fuck out of people. Imagine because some people would come with their kids as a public hanging, and all of a sudden, whoop! Oh boy. Freak them out worse is that if they acted like the chicken, you know what happens after you do the chicken and you cut off the head and the body runs around. Boy, that would really fucking, that would have, I'd be talking about people with PTSD in the Wild um, West. That would really fucking freak them out. Huh? Well, I, I'm going to have to register with the Telegraph in order to see it because they got a nice big, to continue reading this article banner in front of my face. Okay. And I can't, okay. I can't scroll shit. To get away from it. Okay, let's try this one right here. NPR. I'll do that one. And I forget who who it happened to in the Nuremberg trials. It happened in the trials too. Okay, I see it. Saddam's half brother. Right, give me a second.
right, hold on here. I'm waiting for it to open. Okay, so far so good. Yeah, because I I remember there was some there, there was a lot of, there was some discussion at the time uh, uh, when no, his, his, his half brother being hanged, and they they said, but at the time people were saying there was a problem with the hanging. They didn't actually elaborate as to what the problem was until days later on television news that. Is. But they put this shit out real quick when it when it happened in the newspapers and whatnot. It, it happened here too. They said they yeah, have reading one article it was it happened uh during a government uh public hanging in nineteen thirty in Arizona. Ava Duggan during a botched hanging and the head popped off and that's what prompted Arizona to switch to the gas chamber. Uh, but it's, it's happened a lot over the years. So they've actually got a way of figuring out by the weight, depending on the size of the rope, how much of a drop. So that way there's less chance of, whoop. we don't want anybody losing their head. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're going to, you're going to stick a person's head through the, through the notch of the guillotine and then slice. Yeah. And then had Jeff, Jeffrey Dahmer pop up from the back of the crowd and say, uh, uh, are you, you going to eat that? Uh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, speaking of the hanging here, I just looked up the, the last person to be legally hanged in Dallas County. It was August 27th, 1920. Can you believe that? Wow. Uh, wow. That a hit in the head. Shit, yeah, no shit. But I remember there were accusations about the hangman where the, the Saddam, his half-brother there, they said that he did it on purpose and probably did. Probably did, because I don't think that guy was well-loved either. A lot of those people were, so I wouldn't doubt it. Damn, there was a lot of people watching that. 5,000 came to watch that. <laughs> Can you believe that? Five thousand wow. to watch Saddam's half brother. Five thousand people went to watch Saddam get a, get his get his his throat squeezed by a rope. No, the one that was the last one that was hung in Dallas. Five thousand oh. people turned out to watch it. Would they offer everybody free hats and T-shirts or what? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> I guess so. Damn. Somebody walking around selling hot dogs and popcorn and shit? Hey, get your hanging popcorn here. Hey. I'll put the I'll put the article in the in the mixler and you can you can see it right there. Ah, damn. Wow. <laughs> I mean that was wow. That is right there. <laughs> Jeez. Is that crazy? Jeez. I'll put it in the FFNO, FFNO too. Um, 
Well, today I went to refill to reload my drug. I went to the drugstore to replenish my drugstore. Of course, I did that after I went to see the dentist. Now, mind you, I have to have three teeth pulled. Do you get to choose? No. Unfortunately, nature decided for me. Oh, fuck that. Tell the dentist confused and tell him I want to choose. If I could, I'd say take them all the fuck out and give me a full full, full set of dentures. But but, a lot easier. I don't get to choose that. That's a lot easier. No shit, I can take a lot less pain. Fucking a lot less pain. You just got to be careful when you sneeze because that shit launches. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got news for you. I don't think anyone else. I don't think my. I don't think the rest of my family ever heard about this. Uh, but one summer, I, I'm visiting grandma, and I get up from the dining table to go to, to go into the, to go over to the living room area to watch TV. Right, sit on the couch and watch TV. Well, Grandma is sitting on the couch. We're wa- we're watching uh, TV and whatnot. You know, just you know, watching uh, whatever happened beyond. And all of a sudden, this poor woman—I knew she knew what she was. I, Grandma knew what to do with her teeth, but she had up she had the the upper and lower dentures with the polydent and uh, polygrip or whatever it was that held them in place. She did that shit. Faithfully, religiously, every day. Well, you know what, folks? Let me give you something to think about. If you have a full, a full set of dentures, upper and lowers, you better hope those, that polygrip holds real good, and that you don't have a powerful sneeze. Well, Grandma had a powerful sneeze that day. She went ah, and her teeth shot right across the room and bounced off the TV set. All Grandma and I could do was sit there laughing. We just sat there laughing our heads off. My grandmother looks at me and goes, bet you never saw anything like that before, did you? And I looked at her and I said, nope, not me. (laughs) I'm like, gee, as I get older, I got something to look forward to. So I'm sitting in the dentist's office waiting to see the dentist today. And that very scenario went through my head. So after they did the x-rays, right, uh, the, 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 the dental assistant looks at me and says, you've got a, you've got a, a grin, you're, you, you're grinning, how come? And I says, ah, you don't want me to tell you. She goes, no, what? So I told her about what happened with my grandmother. Well, this young lady... She she just chuckled and said, "Just think, your grandmother's words are going to be are, are coming true. This could be you." I said, "Yeah, I know. Ain't that ain't that a terrible thing?" And she goes, "Why?" I said, "Well, Grandma used to joke with her teeth, and when she took them out at night, she'd go one little, two little, three little dentures, four little, five little, six little dentures, while watching them." 
bubble in the in the in the in the polydent. Well, in comes the dentist. He looks at me and says, "Well, we have we you if you have to get a full set of dentures, don't worry, Mr. Sensor. We will make absolutely certain that they don't go flying out of your mouth if you sneeze." I said, "How do you plan to do that? Bolt them in place?" He goes, "Hmm." That might work better than, than, than using staple guns. <laughs> I, I could safely say I went through you know the you know, you know there's a, You know they actually got dentures that are bolted in? Do you know, no shit. Oh, yeah, no. I've seen a picture a, of them on friend, YouTube or something he, there. Yeah, Gunslinger, an old friend of mine, uh, he was a sponsor in, 12, in they, recovery. He was one of my AA sponsors, actually. Um, when 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 my my buddy Ray Saldana had to go to see the dentist at the VA hospital at the time, he got a he got his he got the the teeth that that they they bolted in with screws with surgical screws. Okay, no joke. Well, these he things the snap. These things thing snap in and out. yeah. These things snap in and out. I've oh no! These were permanent. Drill these screws. Well, these are these were like they screw these screws in to your jaw or whatever, and the dentures snap on it. Snap on, snap off. No thanks. Good God! Wow, that's it's a chill up my back. Well, yeah. I mean, the, 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 the one, those are the ones that snap in and out of place. But they also have the ones like my my buddy Ray had gotten at the time. He got the ones that, that that were permanently bolted into your mouth. These did not come out. And he said the the first thing he was going to do once he got those teeth in, he was going to have a pork chop dinner. A, a pork chop dinner. I don't trust any of them. Any of the ones that are bolted in or the implants or anything else, I had this discussion with the doctor when my time came with the dentist with a couple of them. And uh, because they said, well, if we give you implants, uh, you, you have to quit smoking because they're going to fail. I said, wait a minute, what are you talking about they're going to fail? So even when you do, I said, basically, even when you do a root canal, it is going to eventually fail. There's a good chance it'll fail. They don't last for 60 years, 50 years. Well, no, that's true. He said they do. The, well, we fill up the cavity with gutta percha, you know, and, and yeah, and I mean, I all went through it all with the thing. And he said, and as you age, your jaw, your bone ends up changing. It gets smaller. It, it's so that the anchor and the bolt going into the bone gets loose. So, yes, it does come out. And then sometimes that causes problems later on where if the bone, as you get older, starts getting, you know, changing, that you can have a crack. Now you've got serious surgery that has to, so it's still, well, yeah, there are issues. I said, yeah, you're bullshitting us. You're making money off this stuff. You know, it's not like you're doing auto body work on a car that all you have to worry about is rust. You know, our bodies change and bone density and everything else changes with people. What happens with women, osteoporosis and everything else? And the bones, they end up losing calcium changes and, so the bones get weaker as you get older. They get brittle. So I don't, I said, you know, basically you're just, you're selling us this stuff for, and you're making money off it. And then you're going to make money off the repairs. Whereas the denture, 
You sell it once, it's fucking done until it wears out and you get another one. So what do you have to buy? Glue? Well, yeah. And then there's no more chance of any more infection of something that goes down in through your gum, down to your bone. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, it it sounds like a better deal to me. Maybe in 50 or 100 years when when they perfect something, that could be permanent, and we know it's going to be permanent, and there's no risk of infection. All right. But in the meantime, and, and how much were the implants? That was years ago. What were the implants? Like three or 4000 for each implant back then. I don't know what it is now. It's probably at least 1000 per tooth for an implant. And then to have the doctor say, well, there's no guarantee it's going to be permanent. For that much fucking money? Are you kidding me? It better be fucking permanent. See, Doctors me, I would money. just go with with the ones that you're taking in, you're putting in your mouth with poly, with poly grip. Yep. Yeah. It's done. It's simple. And then you can it's take done. them out at night, so this way you're not you're not choking on the fucking things when you're sleeping. Yeah. And you can make funny faces and scare little kids that are in the family on like Christmas time and shit when they come over. It works out all the time. Oh no 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 no. Wait a minute now. I I, I have a friend of mine here in the complex where I live. His grandchildren. Never saw him without his teeth. Well, Christmas Day, they were up to see him. And he called me up Christmas morning, and he said, George, come on over for coffee. So I went over, sat there and had coffee with him, with him and his wife. Their family came over. I said, listen, this is a family thing, and and I don't want to intrude. He goes, oh, George, you know my family. You know my kids. Just relax. So we're sitting there talking and everything. In come his grandchildren. Cute kids. One problem. They never saw Grandpa without his teeth. And he didn't have a chance to put his teeth in when they came running in the door. So what does he do? He takes his, he takes, he, he turns around, he, he makes a silly face with his, he makes silly eyes, presses his lips, sticks his tongue out and goes, yeah. and kids just start laughing their heads off. They just started laughing at him. I mean, it was like the weirdest thing. I expected them to get freaked out and, and run. And later that later later in the day, I was talking to him, and he says, "George, my grandkids never saw me without my teeth in my mouth. So I had to think of something quick to make you know to so they wouldn't get scared." And I said. Knowing my luck, if I have, if I have to wear dentures, just putting the fucking things in will make people nervous. Well, the, the dentists they they don't like giving you dentures because that means you're done as far as a customer for them unless you need a replacement set and then they can make money on you again. But they like they don't want you to take out all your teeth because they lose business. Yeah, but you see, if the teeth are are, are beyond beyond keeping. Okay, and they and, yeah. they and they end up all of them extracted anyway. Yeah, well, they got no choice. You're down to have no choice. Maybe one tooth where you look like toothless McGraw, and then you you end up with other health issues because a lot of people don't realize teeth can actually make you really. I mean, you can end up with heart problems, blood poisoning. There, I know one lady that died 
Um, she was an older lady, okay, but she had a uh, it was some sort of an infection in her in her tooth, and and she never went to get the root canal done, and she was an abscess, and the poison got into her bloodstream, and it, she died from it. And everybody, I mean, I was a kid when it happened, but we're all like, what? Yeah, it happens. So they say, don't mess with that stuff. So I tell people, if, you know, if, like I was joking about, it wasn't a joke, it was serious about going to get the ampicillin from the tropical fish store. If you're, it's an emergency and you're in a weekend or you're in the middle of the boonies or somewhere and you can't find a dentist and you've got, it feels like an abscess tooth, get fucking antibiotics. Oh, I, I can't, I don't have the money to go to a doctor, go to a tropical fish store, buy it. They sell it under a different name. It, it's still ampicillin. Read the back. And I checked with my doctor, and he said, yes. He said, what do you, the doctor was just joking with me about it. He said, what do you think, like Upjohn and all the major pharmaceutical companies have a, a steam whistle that goes off at noon and says, okay, that's enough for human use. Now all the rest of the production now is for veterinarian use, and we're going to throw all the crap in the hopper? No. At the end of the day, they say, okay, well, this much what, goes for veterinarian. Boxes, what they do for the fish, they change the name of it. Like one company, instead of putting amoxicillin, they call it um, ampicillex. It's ampicillin. But they call it ampicillex. So it's got a different brand name. But you read the back of it, and it says ampicillin. The doctor said the critical thing is look at the expiration date. Always look at the expiration date. And he said, and take take enough of it for... I think he said for one week, 2,000 milligrams a day. People, you know, they don't, they don't believe it, but it's true. You can buy penicillin. They use the same medicine for animals that they do for people. Tetracycline, all of it. Well, check this out. The, with my, because of my insurance now, that amoxicillin yeah. didn't cost me anything. Yeah, you're lucky. So, because of my, my because of my 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 health insurance coverage, because yeah. I have Medicare, Medicaid, and it's combined with a Medicare HMO, WellCare, which gives me all kinds of great and wonderful opportunities, like getting my teeth taken care of finally. I kid you not. Out of okay, I have to refill seven medicines a month. If I had a copay for each and every one of these, it would be it would be a lot more money. But I only have two copays on my medicine. Right. One for my Depakote, the other for my Zeralto. The Depakote is is higher than the Zeralto. No, I take that back. The Zeralto is higher than the Depakote because it's a blood thinner and it's uh, all kinds of neat little bells and whistles. All total, it, it was twelve dollars and fifty five cents from for for eight medicines. That included the the one time no refill amoxicillin. Which I have to take three times a day. Yeah. 
So basically, every month I go for a pharmacy. Yeah. And if it wasn't for Medicare, Medicaid, and WellCare, the cost of these medications a month would be astronomical. They would be. There would be no no way around it, really. I would have to sacrifice my internet, my TV, my phone. I would literally have to give up everything for my medication. Smartest thing housing. The smartest thing would be to like just go commit a crime and go to jail, and then you get free housing and free medical and everything, and fuck it. Oh, but then there's no guarantee I would be I'd go to jail because look what New York State has. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, they just turn you around and kick you back out. Yeah, Bingo! Right. I mean, look at that guy who committed five crime, who went and, and and was a repeat offender five times in a row, and they still threw him the fuck out in the street. Yeah. There's a serial, I think he was in New York City, a serial criminal in New York City. A serial fucking Fruit Loops and Lucky Charms, I like those. I hope they weren't involved. What type of cereal? Did it specify? Uh, no. Oh, shit. I always liked Lucky Charms. I hope it wasn't involved. Fuck, oh, dear, fuck my shit. Anyways. Well, you see, now, here's here's the fun thing about that. See, me, I'm the kind of person who, who likes his Lucky Charms once in a blue moon. Even though I'm diabetic, I couldn't have it. I got to have it. Why? I like the marshmallows. I like it. Yeah. And 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 of course, there's 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 my favorite. Wait a minute now. There's there's even my favorite one. Apple Jacks. I haven't had that in years. Oh, tell me about it. And it's still out there too. I see it on the on the store shelves every once in a while. You know what the soldiers, the biggest hit for the soldiers has been for the past two years? That cinnamon toast crunch shit. They love that stuff. That's the number one. They'll, I I will go through a big box of those in one breakfast. They wipe it out every time. They also like the Reese's. That's a big hit. Raisin Bran. A lot of the older ones still say they like the raisin bran. But that cinnamon toast crunch, man, they fucking like that. Well, see, me, I'll, 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 I don't mind. I, I, it's not that I don't like it. I, I, it's just something I have to be in the mood for, and that's that cinnamon toast crunch. The other one that I like that I don't really see that all I don't get that often. Um is like the 
you know, like 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 the 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 shredded wheat, the spoon size shredded frosted shredded wheat. I don't yeah. get that very often, and I and, and and the plain shredded wheat I should get because my doctor says, hey, listen, you want something for breakfast, but you don't want a whole lot of sugar and all this other stuff. Go buy yourself a box of cardboard. And I looked at her like she had two heads. And she goes, oh, I keep forgetting. I'm talking to a person who, who wants, to, wants to know exactly what I mean. A box of cardboard is shredded wheat. I looked at her, and I just, I just sat there grinning, and I said, Doc, why didn't you just say that in the first place? She goes, I did. I don't know. If Stevie were still on the line with us, I bet she, I bet she would have gotten a kick out of that one. <laughs> we just lost um, Mark on the line too. The only, the only, only you and Gunslinger are left with me. Well, here's something interesting that happened, Gunslinger, gun related. Do you hear what's happening in Virginia? I've, I've I heard, heard something about it. There's a county that's up on the corner. Um, I'm putting it in the link right now of the state and apparently they've got a history where they belonged to I don't know if Virginia and West Virginia are going to start fighting over this county because the county did a resolution where they want to leave the state now and ask permission to join the other whole fucking county wants to defect and become part of it's like what? yeah Look at this. I'm opening it. I'm opening it right now. I wanted West Virginia to Virginia County. Come join us. Virginia County. (coughs) Nah. Okay. I'm dying. I'm dying to to see what this says. I got to read this. It's not a big read. It's a short one. But folks, get a load of this. Virginia is for lovers. That's what they've always said, right? Virginia is for lovers. So West Virginia is reviving a 158-year-old proposal to ask one of its counties on a date. I certainly hope they're not a cheap date. The answer apparently is still no. The West Virginia Senate adopted a resolution by voice vote Monday to remind residents of Frederick County, Virginia, that the county has a standing invite from 1862 to become part of West Virginia. It now goes to the House of Delegates. Now, the resolution wasn't introduced, was it? Let me try that again, folks. The West Virginia Senate adopted a resolution by voice vote Monday to remind residents of Frederick County, Virginia, that the county has a standing invite from 1862 to become part of West Virginia. It now goes to the House of Delegates. That's what I said before, right? Well, here's where it comes, where it comes, where it all stems from. The resolution was introduced by Morgan County Republican Charles. Okay, um, I, 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 I'm going. I, this is going to be a fun one. Morgan County Republican Charles Trump 
Yeah. And I didn't start. I said the exact name. Last yeah. name is Trump. Whose district borders Frederick County. Now, Trump was born in Winchester, the seat of Frederick, which is Virginia's north, northernmost county. Now, the, a message left for Frederick County Board of Supervisors Chairman at Large, Chuck DeHaven, wasn't immediately returned Monday, but he told the Herald Mail of Hagerston, Maryland, well, uh, last week that Frederick County has no interest in becoming part of West Virginia. Frederick was informed in 1743, and much of it later was carved out to create several other counties. It remains much closer to Richmond at 136 miles than West Virginia's state capital of Charleston at 268 miles. West Virginia, born in 1863 during the Civil War, is the only state to be formed by seceding from a Confederate state some Virginia border con- try it again George some Virginia border counties were given the choice to become part of the new state if their residents approved Berkeley and Jefferson counties gave their nod siding with the union Trump said a vote was never taken in Frederick County, which ended up nearly surrounded on three sides by the northern neighbor. Monday's resolution is simply to remind them, make them aware that they have an invitation that was extended 158 years ago, Trump said on the Senate floor. Um, I highly doubt that... This Morgan County Republican. This. Yeah, I, I mean, I wonder what could have promoted this. What could have started it? Could it be the fucking gun laws in Virginia? Where the people in the county are like, fuck this, we want out? Oh, remember that deal where we could have joined with, yeah, maybe we should look into that again. I wonder if that had something to do with it. <laughs> but the media's not saying that. See the other link, George? It shows a map. The, the other link that I just put in shows a map of where that county is. It's it's right next to it. Interesting. So that would change that would change the state border line. On the next counties that are in line that are bordering that county. They could say, well, since they flipped over and we're right on the border, we'd like to flip over, too. (laughs) Weird, huh? Yeah. (laughs) A little too strange for, for words. I mean, look. If, if, if they wanted to court this county properly, make that switch and if West Virginia was willing is a pro-gun friendly state then I, I if I were the governor of West Virginia I'd say look here's the deal 158 years ago you were invited to join us well now we got a better reason for you to join us gun rights Yep. Well, in Virginia, getting screwed. 
So why don't you come? Why don't you come on over to to this side, where your gun rights will be safe? Now, this article. How much came you want to bet they, that county changes sides quick? I bet you. If they have enough people that are pissed off, I could see it happening. Although the lawyers and everybody would get involved, it would be a a nightmare. Because Virginia is not going to want to lose any population because that affects, you know, how many representatives they have and and federal money and everything. Oh, that was, that'll fuck them up royally. But so these, you know, but that's another thing that a lot of these anti-gun politicians and their capital must be looking at saying, we've actually got counties that are talking about leaving the state. What the fuck are you doing? You understand what you're doing. You're upsetting the balance here. You're pissing off. You're not going after the criminals and the lunatics here. You're pissing off the regular people. You understand? They don't care. Now, just to underscore that, look at the last link that I put in there. Gunslinger, check that out. This came out, what did it come out, nine hours ago? Let's see. Nine hours ago. I didn't read the whole thing, but I I have no idea what the video is. But it says hundreds of NRA gun activists flooded the Capitol today. And it says they passed a number of gun control bills in a committee. Uh Uh-oh. Except the most controversial. Apparently every gun control bill passed the Senate Judiciary Monday. Except the most except, contra- except the most controversial one. Yeah, that's curious. That's interesting. They're afraid. Uh, apparently, Democratic Senator Dick Sasslaw's proposed Senate Bill Number Sixteen, prohibiting any person from importing, selling, transferring, manufacturing, purchasing, possessing, or transporting an assault firearm was struck from the docket early in the morning. I wonder why. As Artie Johnson used to say, very interesting. They're scared shitless. They understand what they did. They're scared. Yep. They should be. Seriously, they should be scared. I mean, if you were in, if you were a lawmaker, if you were a liberal lawmaker, putting something like that out there, knowing the climate with with with, with the with the with the people in the in the state, the law enforcement communities alone, never mind just the regular average John and Jane Q public. Do you really think for one minute that you would last politically? I mean, there's, there's. I'm sure that the the uh, many of these state senators, Democratic senators, and the governor too. Okay, we're probably sitting there shaking their fucking boots right now, trying to figure out how they can save face. Personally, I think it's a little too late. The damage has been done. Now, 
Now, Senate Bill 240, uh, a controversial red flag law, allowing courts to remove guns from Virginia citizens if they are deemed to be a substantial risk, that passed through the committee with a vote of 9 to 5. Members voted along party lines to combine Senate Bills 22 and 69, hike, which would mandate that Virginians only buy one gun a month. I'm sorry. Does it say in the con- in the Second Amendment that you can only buy one gun a month in America? No. It's fucking nuts over there. Talk about fucking lunatics. But, and yet they Joy to call to sit to accuse to to, to to say that it's Trump's fault that Nazis walk around in, are walking around in America when you've got. Assholes in, 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 at state government levels doing dumb shit like this. But they justify it, right. George. They justify it by saying that all of our rights have limits on them, just like the First Amendment says that the right to free speech. But you can't, you can't go into a, um, you know, you can't go into a what do you call it, a movie theater and, and start screaming fire. There are limits on it, so. You know, you have to understand there are limits. Even on the Second Amendment, never even meant that there are limits. No, you're setting the amendment. You're setting the limits, and you're interpreting it to justify your fucking limits. So, you know, it's all a game. We're not talking a game here. That's not what our founders... Our founders didn't sit there and say, let's write a bill of... We're going to create the Bill of Rights, but we're going to set it up so the game can be played with it, and it can be interpreted and manipulated later on. No. Read the Federalist Papers see what their intent is. They don't do that. So to, to them, everything can be interpreted. Like you said about them, well, there's no limit on, it doesn't say that, well, you can only get one gun. Out. You're right. It doesn't say that. But in their minds, they're justified in putting the limits on it. See, and, and that's what bothers me about, about shit like this. You know, I've said this uh, countless times to to a buddy of mine in in AA, okay, because I, I I've got friends who are gun owners in in twelve step recovery, okay, and I said to one guy just today while I'm sitting in the dentist's office waiting to see the dentist because he he happened to be sitting there and I you know we got into a conversation and he knows I I own a rifle and he says what do you because th-? he asked me what I thought about Virginia and what they're doing. I said, don't get me started. Please don't get me started. I don't want to go into the dentist chair with, you know, all pissed off, angry, and ready, ready to strangle somebody. Because one, one liberal thing said wrong in, in my presence at that point, and I'm going to sit up in that chair like the undertaker would do on the canvas of the, of the wrestling ring back in, his, back in his early days. I'd just sit right up. And all hell would break loose. He goes, "Oh, George, you're 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 not you're no, you're not like that." I said, "Don't tempt me." 
He said, okay, well, can I ask you this then? If people in Virginia were invited to move to a, to a more gun-friendly state, would you recommend they do that? I said, in a heartbeat. Fill up the gun-friendly states with, gun, with the gun owners and leave all the rat bastards, anti-gunners behind. Something tells me that those states would have a hard time surviving because there ain't enough liberals to go around. But, you know, Mike, everybody says, makes a good point, and you, you did this just a moment ago, make a good point about how, you know, they can justify their actions by taking certain examples and twisting it to their way of thinking. Well, both sides do that. Think about it. Both sides do that. But let's remember, there are actually three sides to a given situation or argument. There's their side, our side, and the side caught in the middle that says, what the fuck am I doing here? You got fireworks on the left, fireworks on the right, and you're caught dead center in the middle going, uh, if I side with them, uh, I'm sure I'm going to get in a lot of trouble with that side over there. If I go with the people who are pro-gun. I think that was clowns to the left and me jokers to the right. Wasn't it something like that? Something like that. Hold that thought, everybody. I've got a caller from the 469 area code. 469 area code. You're on. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm just listening in on you. I'm having pop in on you tonight. I'm trying to pick up some information. Excuse just me, I, listen. I yeah, I just popped in on you tonight. Yeah, I'm just kind of listening in. No questions yet. I'm just, I just popped in. So I hadn't caught your whole story and what you're talking about. I just kind of popped in. All right. Well, we're presently talking about the uh, state of Virginia and the gun regulations that the Dem- the, the Democrats introduced uh, that are basically that all basically go against the Second Amendment of the Constitution and Bill of Rights. So, um, you know, that's currently where we're at at the moment. Okay, okay. Yeah, I need to learn more about that. Since I saw the situation that happened in Virginia Beach with the, uh, I think it was with the servicemen. I think it was a had been working there. When the guy came in, was a long-time worker there in Virginia? For a while, a while, a couple of months back, he came in and kind of just let loose on the place. I don't know if you read about that one over in Virginia. I think it was Virginia Beach here about a few months ago. I, think I don't remember if I was in Virginia or not. Yeah, I don't remember if I saw anything about it or not. Yeah, he's a long time. Covered so much on the twenty years. Yeah, it's happened many times, many many times, too many times, and it's because of it's because of the system, the political system, not because of the gun. And people can say, and, and and it always comes down to two things, basically two things. It always comes down to either a criminal or a lunatic. 
How did yeah. the criminal get the gun? Well, oh, the system dropped. Yeah, yeah. Well, so now we're going to pay the price and have all the guns taken out of, away yeah. from us, the law-abiding citizens, yeah. because the criminal got his hands on it? Well, they so can do the they same thing it? with anything, I mean, with vehicles. I mean, the, the guy doesn't have a license, and yet he killed a family in a car because he was drunk driving. That's illegal, too, but uh-huh. he killed. How many people have yeah. died from drunk drivers and everything that have multiple? I, well, I don't see them making their cars off the, off the, uh, the highway or, yeah. or making regulations, yeah. over-regulating cars yeah. or kitchen knives or yeah. any. You can't legislate yeah. human behavior. They're looking for something to blame yeah. for an easy way out. Yeah. And, I mean, so it's not just that. Or the lunatics, too. The, the government has yeah, shut down saw, the asylums, and I you let the lunatics guys. walk the streets. And then you blame us? Yeah, some guys with licenses that still have been yeah, busy. They have licenses. I mean, watch they here in well, Dallas. Well, I have saw guys with licenses still got kind of crazy. And they had licenses to carry. And they still kind of went off on some people. No, you don't see really, really. I I don't even see any. I don't. I haven't seen any of it, and I'm licensed to carry and I monitor that yeah. stuff heavily, that you don't yeah. have anybody, the yeah. background checks that you've got to go through and everything, the requirements to get yeah, a concealed carry yeah, permit yeah, and the that. training and everything, yeah. they look at yeah, everything going back to when you were a kid. So that's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. That's all hearsay. Yeah. It's just, well, I'm going to say this to make it feel good because it fits with my little beliefs that I have. No. In reality, no. no. It doesn't have that. When you look at well, it, I've had well, he was, guys who are carrying, and they have had to use their weapons so the they do, the but fence. they're law-abiding, and they've gone yeah. through training. Yeah, they were law-abiding. But they're they're actually, law-abiding yeah, citizens with a license, and yeah, that, that's system. happened so the many times. So the media doesn't them. push it. Yeah. Yeah. The media doesn't talk about it. They don't want to talk about it because it doesn't fit the little mm-hmm. narrative of I'd feel safer if the world was all unicorns and, and everyone hugged each other. I, you know, it's, the world yeah. is not a pretty place out there. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. and the same old thing. Basic argument comes down to where they say, "Well, why do you have a fire extinguisher in your house?" Not because I plan on having a fire, but if it ever does happen, I've got one. And the same thing. It's mm-hmm. not a case of I'm paranoid, but if something, God forbid, ever does happen, and I, I want to protect myself, my family, or I've, I've got something. I've got the ability to do it. See, caller, I'm not going to become a victim. I'm not going to be a victim. I refuse to be a victim because of someone else's paranoia about guns. Because they don't have a solution, so they're blaming the gun. It's the gun's not the problem. It's the society they've created, the system with the politically correct and everything else the progressives have created, this new society. And it's failed nonstop. Everything they've touched has failed. And where they're really in charge, we see the blatant failures, like San Francisco, California, Detroit. and everything. Then we really see it here in New York, where we are. We really see the failures from the left. And then when they fail, what happens? They leave those states, like California and everything else. And they go to other mm-hmm. Texas. They move to other states. Yes. And they bring their politics with them. So it is like a cancer that metastasizes. Here, this works in this new state that I just came to. I'm going to make it better by bringing my political beliefs into play. Wrong? Like that, that letter that we read on George's show several months ago, it was from uh, somebody that was gay that moved up to Putnam County, New York. And he wrote a letter for a gay magazine. And he said, you know, I moved up here, but I didn't realize how bad it was and, and the amount of conservatives and everyone up here. And I encourage 
uh, people that are gay to move up here and help help us correct this, fix it, and make a difference in this county. What? Then why did you move up there? If you enjoyed what you had in New York City and what your, your liberal policies created in New York City, then why did you leave there and go up to another county that doesn't have high crime, that doesn't have the taxes and the problems, and now you're going to bring it up there? They don't look at it like that. The same thing with gun control and everything else. You know, they're, they're policies that are driven by fear, not facts. Oh. See, caller, one of the one of the stark realities uh, is that for many legal gun owners, those who have the carry permit, especially, right. They're the ones who are caught in the crosshairs of the liberal policies. And for some of us who would like to have uh, the carry permit and be, able to car- and be able to carry a pistol, here in the state of New York, there's a, there's, a, there's a law in the book since 2013 called the New York Safe Act. The New York Safe Act, because of, because of my epilepsy and a medication I take for it, I cannot get a pistol permit. I cannot own a pistol. I can own a rifle, but I can't own a pistol. The government's decided you're because defective, George. You are defective. You are not capable of having a handgun. You're defective. <laughs> nice, huh? That's the government. Yeah, I, I think you know. I, I think what it really what it really says to me, okay. What it says to me is, it's not that I'm I'm broken or defective. They just don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about my constitutional rights. They don't give a fuck if, if what they're doing is constitutional or not. And. No, I hate to be uh, I hate to say this, but I don't see the major uh, pro-gun organizations out there that have the dollar signs to fight this shit actually getting off their fucking ass and fighting this shit where they should. There are pro-gun organizations that that could easily combine pull their resources with the NRA. Do they? No. And that, to me, is, is insane. You want to send a message to these fucking anti-gunners? Do it. Don't talk about it. Fucking do it. I'm tired of having my rights cut in half. If I had the fucking money, I would go after them. I'd go for the fucking juggler. Why? Because... Yeah, while well, I can own a rifle, that's beautiful. Great. I can't take a fucking rifle on my shoulder all over God's green earth. <laughs> like to. I've got an seven twenty-two caliber long rifle that I will. Hey, yeah, I could I could throw I could throw it into my backpack because the receiver and the stock and the magazine. Can go right inside the stock. And they go to have the the house of you, though. It packs right into the barrel. So I can throw that into a backpack. 
put in a box of ammo, I'm good. But as soon as I take that fucking thing out, I'm a dead motherfucker. You right. I am one dead. You see it there, right? You see it there. Unless they step, you ain't gonna give you a chance. And I had this happen what before. Gonna do? Just Maybe searching take my car. Out. Yeah. I had a police well, officer stop me one day. I was scared, and I had my gun in the car and. Uh, and I was carrying, I was permitted. He saw the permit, but he still made me get out on the ground and search me. I said, man, that's my permit to carry. There's no ammo in it. And uh, I still hadn't got my gun back yet. What state? <laughs> he, took, he took my gun. What state? Texas. Wow, that's surprising. Texas. Usually Texas is pretty good with it. That's weird. Yeah, you yeah, Where are yeah. you? Are you in Houston that's or Dallas? Dallas. Texas. Some people. <laughs> are you in Houston or Dallas? Where are you? I'm in Dallas. Uh, it's, see, I, I knew he was in Okay, but he's probably up in Dallas, so he's got liberal. He's got liberal cops and liberal politicians that are running it up in Dallas. Not you, yeah, you You're down. You're away from them. You're you're in his, in the city. He's going to have problems. Yeah, because they they let him carry open holsters, you know. And I think they're just a bunch of it just kinda of just show off, really can't open holsters, you know, quick draws and all that stuff. They don't be but they're a bunch of cowboys. When they go in, they tell them they don't want them in the bar. They put them out the bars. They say, No, we don't want to bring them in the bar. These are guns out the bar. They don't want to bring them in the bar. The side holsters, the quick draw, they don't want to bring them in the draw in the bar. I believe everybody in there had their guns and that I think that's one of the reasons they were telling them we don't want to bring them in the bar because it could get disastrous. Somebody, some some guy could get loaded and go acting up. You never know what would happen. But they well, let, let me let me put bars. this out there. And and, and I'm pro gun. Okay, I'm a pro gun. I'm 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 all pro gun here. But common sense would tell me if I lived in the state of Texas and there's a sign big as life telling me that. I cannot bring my gun in there because of you know if, if I have my gun on a speed on a speed draw and all this other stuff. If they don't want it in there, but they you know because of that particular choice that one item. Okay, a quick a quick draw holster. Well, that's fine. Always have a, always have a, a, a base a regular holster on hand if you can. Yeah. Always have <laughs> a backup plan. But the thing is, yeah. I would I would make sure I do that out of respect to the establishment and the person who oh, owns yeah. it. Oh yeah. Not, yeah. Just being respectful. Back to but, the cars. But there are some guys who might not be so inclined. No, they don't. Some carry the arm and that, that, holsters, and they don't know. Sometimes yeah. they have a some have now, jackets on and get an underarm holster. They don't see those. They only yeah. tell the ones that you know. They ask the ones if you're carrying openly, carry your guns out to the car. But there are but, some always who go in anyway because they got too. the underarm holsters and they keep them. All right, now now put yourself in the in the establishment's position for just a second. Now, while you would welcome 
uh, people to come in, you know, that are licensed to carry, and they, or they, and they got their, they, they got the gun on their belt, the whole nine yards. Got no problem with that. But your establishment is a bar where you serve alcohol, lots and lots of booze. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I don't give a damn how smart a person is when they're not drinking. But hmm. put enough alcohol in the human body, and people go from zero to stupid in a matter of seconds. You better okay? believe it. The food come out of it. And when you combine stupid with a, with, a, with a pistol, what do you get for your trouble? Dangerous. Dangerous combination. Mm-hmm. Dangerous combination. So as much as, much as I, would, I, I would argue that an establishment's choice about allowing certain types of, of holster into the, into the establishment, you're not going to stop everybody. No. You're not going to be able to stop more. The only thing, the only thing that, that, that you can do is keep your fingers crossed and pray to God nothing happens. Well, you know, the church in Granbury, he, he pretty much came and had to drop on them. He didn't have a chance. He was carrying an offering plate. So he had a straight-out drop on him over there in Granbury, Texas. He just came in and asked the guy a few questions, and he pulls back the coat, and he has a swing-arm shotgun, and he just loads him up right there in the church. That situation happened over here in Whitehurst and over in Granbury. Yeah, he didn't have a chance on that one. He approached the guy and just mm-hmm. came out with his gun, shotgun, sidearm, hit the road, hit the roadside. Well, one of the things that that I I would I would say to to anyone that lives in a state that is by definition a gun friendly state is. Remember that, that – always remember up front that being a gun owner by definition means that you've accepted a responsibility that goes beyond measure, okay? You've accepted the responsibility of life and death in your hands owning that weapon. The power to – Take a human life. It's, it's not just for the gun. You, you, you can kill somebody with any any anything that's so you can turn anything into a weapon. You can. You know? yeah. So it's not just that he well, has a a gun and that you know automatically he's got the ability over life over death. You can somebody yeah. with a hammer, a baseball bat, for well, God's sake. Uh, yeah, even the point even I was trying gun. to make was. The, the point I'm making is, you know, and this is something that, that – a point that could be made hopefully to liberals and you can drill it into their fucking heads. That there are people uh, in, in, that, that, are, that, are, that take the responsibility of being a gun owner very, very seriously, extremely seriously. So to condemn – uh, a few for the actions to, to condemn a, a, an entire populace for the actions of a few is, to me, ridiculous, pointless, and 
completely just wrong. Well, you know, like I said, I like, I, like I said, yeah, I, 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 I carry, like I, I've got a 357 Magnum on right now. Um, until you're into that position of a shoot, no shoot situation, I have more than once. Okay, with my drawn, with my gun drawn. Okay, taking you know somebody else's life. Thank God I never had to shoot anybody, but it's there in case I have to. I wouldn't like it, but I'm going home. Okay, they're going to the morgue. Okay, it's not going to be the other way around. You know, I carry a three fifty seven Magnum six rounds in the gun. I got two speed loaders on my belt. Okay, it is what it is in Texas. Well, it doesn't take rocket science to figure out that the rights of gun owners are being taken are being taken down by dem, by liberal Democrats with an axe to grind. I mean, how how easy is it to forget that it wasn't just a Republican that was shot on a baseball field. Remember when uh, that when when that uh, was he a congressman or a senator, uh, Scalise? Mike, what part was that? What part was that? Mike. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, when those Republicans were playing, they were perhaps they were on the baseball field there. A whole bunch of Republicans, and and that guy was uh, he was anti-Trump and he hated Republicans, and he he went there and shot them up. Remember? And yeah, yeah. yeah. I think now, he was a now the thing is, not... uh, Steve Scalise, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. He was he's a sitting U.S. senator. Now, now Senator Scalise. Okay, is a Republican. But it doesn't matter the political persuasion because a, a person with you know with an illegal weapon isn't going to give a fuck whether you're Democrat, in, Republican, independent, right to life or member of my rent's too damn high party. As far as they're concerned, you're a, you're a target. And tying the hands of legal gun owners doesn't solve the problem of the illegal gun owners. It just makes our lives that much more difficult. It makes our lives that much more painful. It takes away from the American populace the right to keep and bear arms to 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 certain levels and degrees that should not have happened in the first place. 
Look at look again, looking back again at the state at, at right now at, at Virginia, and what's happening there. You see what's happening here in the state of New York. In other states where gun control laws are choking the life out of our Second Amendment rights. Not taking them away entirely, just choking the life out of them. George, go to the the chat room. I put in a video of uh, somebody just posted it on there. It's our missile defense in action in Iraq against those Iranian missiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a pretty impressive system. Okay. Gunslinger, you can see it. Play the video. Man, it, it, I don't know what type of high-speed Gatling gun they're using on that thing, but it's with the tracers. It's a steady stream. It almost looks like laser. And tracking, and it was just riddling these these rockets, knocking them. They still came down. They hit, but they didn't hit where they were intended to hit, where they were meant to. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, we have approximately two minutes and thirty-five seconds remaining in the broadcast. Um. Take this opportunity to thank all my callers for being here with us tonight, and of course, uh, a lot of you that are listening and watching by archives. Uh, to those of you watching on the video platforms in archives, I apologize for the interruption in the video feed, uh, but the software that I use that I'm using, some for some odd reason, decided to go. So when it decided to go, I had to start it up all over again. Sorry about that. It was out of my hand. George, can you see can you see cartoons if I put them in the FFNO? Or that's not even open. You can't see that either. Well, no, it's not that I can't see them. I just don't. I, I don't watch these sort of things while I'm doing while I'm on the air. Oh, okay. If it's something I that I can watch Mexican- later. I'll- Okay, but just a single picture. I got a, a picture of Mexican word of the day, and it's related to guns. I thought you'd enjoy it. Oh, it's kind of related. Means I can look at. Yeah. Oh, okay. In fact, uh, in fact, what I'll do is I'll uh, let's see here. Do 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 da do do do. Gunslinger, you like that one. Gunslinger, you like that one. Yeah, but go to the FFNO. I'm going to show you a meme that Mike. This show. No, 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 no. What the hell is that? What are you doing? Thank you very much. That's what I wanted. Now, folks, here's a meme that Mike shared just moments ago. And for those of you listening on the radio platforms, it's a guy with a big mustache, a a great big wide grin, or he's just shouting top of his lungs, and it says, and by the way, he's wearing a huge Mexican sombrero. <clears throat> Mexican word of the day. Choo-choo. Translation, I have a gun, and if you break into my house, I will choo-choo. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
For that, Mike, no doubt. <laughs> I shoot you. I'm glad I can actually talk better now. Uh, you know, because the doc did something at the dentist office today that that helped me immensely with that. Because I can barely open my mouth at times. <clears throat> so I'm glad tonight I'll do my show fairly decently. Uh, th- all this week, though, and it may go into next week too. I will not be doing overtime until this is all properly healed. As far as, you know, the, the, the current situation. When I get those teeth extracted, however, I more than likely will stay off the air until I, you know, until my mouth heals properly. If that happens, however, if that does happen, I will post in, the face, in my Facebook journalist page the links to my written op-eds. And I will post a. I'll be posting a new op-ed this week, just to let you know, and that will be available on Facebook.com/slash/FirefoxNewsOnlineJournalist. Again, that's Facebook.com/slash/FirefoxNewsOnlineJournalist. So, to Mike Gunslinger, Mark from Texas Internet Radio, his lovely better half Stevie, and of course. Iggy Mom in the chat room. Always a pleasure to see you, Iggy. I'm telling you, it's always wonderful to see you. She's probably laying there going, uh-huh, okay. So we won't try to wake her. But thanks to everyone for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Until tomorrow night at 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 Central, and 8 Pacific Time, on the multiple broadcasting platforms of the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcast Network. I'm George Sinzer. For the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, don't name it after me. That's all I ask, please. And if your last you name later. starts with S and use the, the, okay, the, any name with a G and Miller name that starts with A, you're crazy for doing it. And there you go. Thought for the day. All right, y'all. Be good. We're out of here. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, George Sinzer, is expressly forbidden, copyright 2020, all rights reserved. If you have any stories or topic ideas, you can write to WeReport at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's WeReport at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. And if you have any comments, send those as well. Write to comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. Be sure to check Facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N. That's Facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N for the links to the live broadcasts during the week. 
Thanks for tuning in once again. Be sure to join us for the next edition of Firefox News Online over most of these Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Networks. So let it be written. So let it be done. Hey!